warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion. And sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hi, and welcome back to the Divinely Human podcast. I do not have as an exciting intro as Alicia did last week, but I'm happy that you're here and you're still coming into this space. I am Tanita, one of your hosts. And I am Alicia. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about navigating the spiritual entrepreneur space a little bit and just kind of the main themes that we've been kind of moving through these last 12 months at, you know, at, at least, um, we had a Q and a, <laughs> I feel like I just can't talk this morning. <laughs> Look, we're, we're all in that place sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we had somebody post into our Q and a box and ask a little bit about, um, this topic. So do you want to read it out a little bit or give um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so basically they were explaining, they're also a, I guess you could say a practitioner, um, or coach or, you know, somebody who is serving others in this community as well. So they work with clients and, and all of that as well. They were expressing how they've seen a little bit of an increase at the moment with, people who are kind of having blocks come up and surface around being seen in this space and sharing more and also um, like tapping into that authenticity and bringing that through and kind of removing the fear around that. So she was kind of wanting us to deep dive into that a little bit and maybe speak about that coming up at the moment and also give some advice from our point of view on how to work through that, which is what we love to do anyway. So I'm excited for this. Me too. This is such a really potent topic to talk about and and it is really raw. And before we do dive in, I just want to invite everybody into some conscious awareness about how you're feeling in your body right here and right now, because talking about these sorts of things, sometimes they can, I don't know, instigate some emotions from us and make us relive in the past a little bit. So I want to invite you to be present throughout this conversation. And I'm going to invite myself to do that too, because for me talking about this, it's very vulnerable. It's very raw. And I've been in business for now almost three years. And I can tell you that this journey is just constantly evolving. I'm curious to see what your journey has been in terms of the theme of like being seen and dealing with fear, because I know for me, it's been very cyclical. Um, 
And I think that there's this almost view of like, well, we can get over one hump and then I'll be cured of like never being afraid of being seen. That just hasn't been my experience. I'm curious to see if that's been yours. Yeah, absolutely. I think with, you know, my personal journey and owning a business in this space, it's almost like you feel like you're growing and evolving and then you get to this new level and then there's a whole new set of challenges that come with that. It's almost like, I guess, being a parent in a way and raising a child. <laughs> yeah, There's always going to be challenges. There's just different kinds of challenges, right? It doesn't actually get easier. There's just different things that you're faced with and different blocks that come up and like a whole new level of <laughs> confusion <Yeah>. and <laughs> feeling like you just can't do it. So I really actually resonate with what you just said because I really feel like I've been on that journey too since I've opened up my business. So I originally uh, began my journey in this space in 2018 and I was so terrified. And then I got to a point where I was kind of like getting used to it and I felt like I really, you know, I was getting better at being seen. And then I realized that the way that I was showing up wasn't actually authentic to how I felt like I needed to be showing up in this space. So then I completely 180'd my whole business. And <laughs> instead of offering products and things to use, I kind of offered my own energy and presence as a means to, you know, shift the business space. And that brought with it a whole new set, like set of challenges and blocks and fears when it comes to showing up because to be in this space also means to be vulnerable and connecting with people on that level and opening yourself up to being seen, right? Mm -hmm. Otherwise people aren't really going to feel called to connect in with you or, or want to reach out to you. So man, I really resonate to your journey in that sense as well, because I feel like I've been on the same one with you as yeah. well. <laughs> well, we have, especially in the past like 18 months, we've definitely been going through these cycles side by side. And I can tell you, it has made things so much easier just knowing that somebody else is going through the same things or it has been through the same things. So if anything, please know that you're not alone when these inklings of fear come up around being seen or jumping on Instagram stories or selling or talking about your offerings. Something that I know, not just me, but a lot of my clients deal with also is like telling friends and family about our business. I'm always in the back of my mind being like, how can I explain this to my friends and family without them thinking like I'm a crazy person? And that's just the thing. Like we have to, for me, I got to this place where I'm just like, I don't have to explain myself to anybody. I want to do this because that's where my heart feels lit up. And I can tell you, I feel like at times I've definitely regressed back because it's been too hard to explain or it's been too vulnerable, too scary. It's been too much for my, you know, body to handle. But then always when I go back and take a step back, I feel this pull forward into the work again. I feel this desire to show up, to keep talking. I feel just a part of me is not quite fulfilled. And I think it's important for some of us to have that experience because it really does remind you in your body that it's safe to be in this space of vulnerability. It's safe to be seen by other people. And we kind of do have to let our nervous system cater to 
you know, this big exposure or just a wider or deeper exposure than what we're used to. Um, looking back, have you noticed any patterns or ways of coping when you are being seen by more people? Yeah, it always comes up. I feel like it always comes up. There's always that, that voice in the back of your head um, that tries to keep you safe and push you down and keep you small. And it's funny because I see other coaches out there and other, you know, guides out there that try to market, you know, experiences and training and whatever that may be support to people and try to sell them this idea that they're going to get them to this space where they feel confident a hundred you know, percent of the time. And that, you know, what I'll, from what I'll teach you, you'll be out there in the world and you're not going to feel scared anymore at all. And you're just going to skyrocket. And really like, there's no truth in that at all, because we are human and we are cyclical in that sense, because we move through this, this evolution of finally getting to this place. And then we kind of break down to grow further and higher. Right. Mm. So I do, I feel it constantly. It constantly comes up and I, I definitely feel it come up depending on, um, like my own personal cycle as well, even, and where I'm at energetically, you know, if, if I'm, I always find that, you know, if I'm like during that springtime phase in my cycle, I am so, like I'm so bubbly. I want to be on, I want to be talking constantly. I want to be connecting. And then when I get to that winter, that autumn winter phase, I can feel myself retracting and I'm like, Oh God. And I start to doubt myself and I'm like, Oh, should I share that? Is that too much? And you know, that doubt and that fear comes in. So I really do feel like it's important to acknowledge that it is so cyclical for, especially for women as well. Yes, totally. And that reminds me of the fact that, you know, we've spoken about this a little bit before. I think it was in our three day boot camp, but the fact that you are building a business that is cyclical, that is so deeply intertwined with your own energy and your own soul. And I think that a lot of this fear around being seen and perhaps these collective fears are coming up because we really are deconstructing the way in which business is mostly seen as, you know, successful and have a really large imprint on this world. And I just think that what we are doing and the work that we are doing is so different to what's been shown in our face, you know, a lot of the time. And so when this stuff does come up, it's a reminder that we're not only moving in alignment with our own energy, but our business is an extension of that energy to some degree. And that is up to your decision as well, whether or not you do want a business that's intertwined with your energy. But I know for me that it's important. A part of my business is about showing parts of myself and about deeply connecting with others. But I also did hear and If you were somebody who's like, you know, I don't think that my business can be very successful. I think it's really um, out of like out of the normal to have a business. I want to rebuttal that belief a little bit because I heard this the other day on a podcast and it was like when we were living in times um, 
a lot of like there were hardly any big corporation businesses that actually employed a lot of people that only really only recently in history started happening a lot of people own their own businesses they did what they you know either a family-based business or did what they they knew they could trading whatever so it's like it's normal for us to have our own business and for me a lot of my fears have been entangled around well I think I'm too stupid to own my own business I think I'm gonna fuck up and I think I'm gonna fail in front of everybody and just to be reminded that you know my soul has walked many lives on this earth and I can tap into universal knowledge and intelligence that has decades and decades and centuries worth of knowledge and information around owning a business and exchanging in a way that feels really good. Like this isn't just a new age thing. The way that we're doing it is new age, but it's based off old technology. And so I want to remind you that owning your business is it's, it's a part of the, the part that you walk, but it's also so deeply connected to your ancestors and the history on this earth as well. I'm curious to see what you think about that. No, I completely agree. I think that when, when, you know, we started out, you know, I'm talking about our ancestors here, (laughs) just to preface this. Sorry, I did not clarify that, but. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I feel like when, you know, well, I feel like our ancestors, it, it was very normal at some point way back for this to be a way of life and a way of living. Families owned their own businesses. It wasn't, you're completely right it wasn't big corporations. It was small family run businesses. Right. And then Mm -hmm. slowly, but surely we've moved away from that because people did want to be in control of big corporations. Right. So we've kind of moved away from the, the normalcy of owning our own businesses. But I think that it is important that we know that we, we are capable of doing that. You know, we're not stupid. <laughs> we, we, we can actually do that. And I think as well, it's really important for women to know that they can do that as well. They can actually do it. You know, they, they don't have to go out and, and do the nine to five thing. They can, they can start building something, whether that means, you know, going out and still having to work, you know, part time. And while you're building that, it's still available to you. And yes, most people don't start making, you know, a lot of money until a little while after you've been building something, but it is really rewarding when you do and you can, it's almost like you can kind of feel like your ancestors giving like a little nod of like, yes, girl. (laughs) 100%. That was so healing for me at the beginning of my business journey. And I think that's when I was really creating so much offering, like so many offerings in my business was when I was really deeply working with my ancestors. That was really Mm. powerful for me. And I guess I just want to invite anybody into just the recognition that your path is yours and and you get to play and decide what works for you and what's your truth. I think another reason that we're dealing with a lot of these collective fears rising up at the moment is because there is so much fucking noise and we are absorbing so much information that's not necessarily our truth. And we are 
installing it in our system as if it is truth. So mm-hmm. your invitation is to cull anything out of your system that isn't your truth or doesn't align to a really high frequency belief that you would like to see you know, manifested into your reality that you would like to install. And what I mean by this is we see, you know, a lot of coaches, a lot of people who are teaching business strategies online and the way that they teach it might not be aligned for you. They might say, you know, there's such a thing as overnight success. They grew their business. They're earning a hundred K a month, but you don't know what's behind that number. You don't know what's actually behind that strategy. And so just recognizing and having a little bit more awareness can really help if you are feeling like I'm feeling fear, I'm feeling stagnation kind of creep in. Having this awareness is going to really support you in just understanding, okay, is this for me? Is this something that I want to believe and that I want to kind of double click on? Um, Why do you think that this fear is coming up for a lot of people. Cause I know for me, it's definitely come up, especially lately. Um, I'm curious to see what you think. Cause I know that the person who posted this Q and a had some ideas, but I haven't heard your perspective around this. I think that we are finally intuitively we've been through so much the last few years and the last few years have kind of all you know, it's been about kind of locking ourselves away and, you know, hiding behind a screen and uh, we've been so restricted in so many ways. And I think now, especially moving into 2023, all of a sudden these restrictions have been removed. And I don't just mean that, you know, in like the sense of the government or whatever, but I think that that's also in the sense of like society wise. And also I think everyone's kind of like slowly getting over everything that's happened and, you know, they're ready to just put it to rest now. Mm -hmm. They're not spending their whole lives speaking about it 24 seven. And now it's like, they're finally have that clarity of mind coming through where there's not that big distraction happening alongside their lives Mm -hmm. where now they're kind of finally looking at where they want to be and their business or whether that's, you know, whether you want to build a business, whether, you know, whether you've already got one, but you're still building it or whether you are working uh, like a regular job for somebody else that you're kind of staring that in the eye going, okay, there's nothing else to sort of blame yeah now when it comes to showing up right it's like i have the complete freedom to do this so now it's like all of the fears start to surface right all of the doubt starts to surface that ego comes in the try keep us really safe and comfortable and we have the freedom to do what we kind of want now when it comes to that there's nothing holding us back and i think for a lot of people it's really scary. And I, I, I truly think that that's kind of the root of, of what's happening at the moment. Um, and also I think like we are about to start the new astrological year too. And I think that there can be a little bit of like anxiety and angst about like, even though we're told, you know, the 1st of January is the start of the year, I think energetically and on a soul level, we know that we're about to just kick shit off at the end of March. Like we are going to be turning the coin. And I think that subconsciously people are feeling that build up and that buzz of energy building. And they're like, I've got all this energy building. I know it's here, but how do I actually 
diffuse that out in a way that brings me closer to my goals. So that's my take on it. I do think astrologically we are, I mean, we've just had Saturn go into Pisces as well, which I think is also playing a big part on that because that's like all of that deep, deep work and like Saturn's like, okay, let's just move shit around now. Let's really get to the bottom of our fears and our emotions and stuff like that. So I think you know, to a degree that has come into it, but I genuinely feel it really is that the fact that we're acknowledging that there's nothing holding us back anymore. There's nothing to blame our inactivity on, right? Yeah. But I'm really keen to hear your take on it as well. Oh, no, I love that. I think that's pretty on par with what I was thinking too. But I think you said something at the end there, which was really important. It's the fact that we've got so much energy kind of buzzing in our system. And when you don't have anywhere to direct that, it can manifest as anxiety or your body can kind of code that as if it's, you know, a nervous system thing or you've got too much energy. And I'm not saying that that might not be true for you but for some people for me especially letting my energy be released in a physical way is really really important to me otherwise it does manifest as anxiety so it's actually really healthy for me to do that and I know that for a lot of people that's true for them too so when you have this big soul desire and your guides are trying to push you to do this business and show up and share your offerings and share your light it's all of this energy around you just like trying to push itself into your aura and when you're sitting in stagnation not making those moves but having the awareness that all of this energy is around you it can feel really overwhelming and sometimes really hard to move or process that energy so I think you're really right on that there's a lot of energy moving at the moment and finding ways to just allow that energy to be released in some capacity, whether it is getting a notebook and writing down everything that comes through, even if you think it's silly, even if you question if you're ever going to actually action it later, taking those small steps really, really does make a massive impact at the end. Um, I think that we're also starting to see a lot of people's success in business. We're not necessarily seeing people's failures. We're not seeing the the shadowy side of people who are in businesses like ours and spiritual businesses. So we're seeing this highlight reel in our face all the time. And there's a part of us that envies that. And there's a part of us that wants that for ourselves. And so we think that maybe if we do this, and this isn't true for everybody, of course, but maybe if we do this, we can have that within ourselves. And so I think to some degree, people are trying to copy and paste other people's success blueprints. And it's not quite aligned with them. So it is causing stagnation or um, a fear. And that could possibly just be your higher self saying, Hey girl, like, I don't think this is actually for you. I think that you need to do something a little bit differently, but instead we're just trying to kind of push down the one road and not really take that inspired action and take the fool's journey. So yeah, I think, and that's a hard truth to hard, hard pill to swallow for some, I think. It's so hard and I'm just like sitting here and I'm feeling really awkward at the moment because I was having this conversation only the other day about um, people trying to copy and paste, right? Um, 
you know, okay, vulnerable share, but I, I noticed uh, a few weeks ago someone in the space and they were trying to sort of copy and paste something that I've done. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, no. So, actually, this was, like, last year sometime. I noticed oh, yeah. it happen. And, um, you know, at, at first I was like, cool, like, I'm so happy for them, whatever. Like, you do you, whatever. But then I noticed a few weeks ago that they had announced that, um, oh, I'm no longer doing this because it just doesn't align with me and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but I knew, in like, psychically I knew they weren't continuing it because obviously it didn't kick off for them and this isn't in a malicious way or anything this is just an example for me to use to convey that a lot of the time if it's not something that's birthed within you energetically it isn't aligned and that's going to ripple out into your community that's going to ripple out into you know the interest that people take in what you're offering as well and it really is um I think it's really important that you reassess like your motives and what you're doing and what you're offering and make sure that those things that you are wanting to put out in the world are truly coming from a place within yourself and you're not trying to copy and paste. When I first started in this space, I was trying to copy and paste. I was yeah. seeing what other people were doing. I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. that. That looks like it's really, really cool. Like I have interest in it, but it wasn't something that I had sat down with myself and really checked in and asked myself, is this really in alignment with who I am and my values and how I want to help and how I want to show up in this space? I didn't do that. And obviously it wasn't kicking off, right? <laughs> There's a lot of things that I tried when I was in this, you know, first and fresh in this space that didn't work for me because they weren't coming from a place within myself. And I really, truly believe that if, if we're, you know, and I've said this before, if we're sharing other people's codes, it's, it's not going to resonate with people. It has to be our own codes. And that takes a lot of courage to do that as well, because sharing your own codes and your own uh, value and your own energy with the community, with the world, that takes a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage because you truly are showing up as yourself and in a world that is constantly, you know, trying to mask who we are. Like we're told by society, we need to cover up. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to stray away from ourselves. So really showing up in ourselves and offering what we truly feel like we are here to do is one of the scariest things in the world. So I really just want to send out a big hug to everyone because I know how hard it is and I know how scary it is. But if there's one piece of advice that I have for people in this space, it's to stop looking and comparing yourself with other people in this space and to it's fine to observe people because human beings are natural observers, right? We, we learn from observing. So I think that that's important, but release the what's the right word release like the uh, like the need to sort of like pull that energy in and make it your own or to try pick up on some of it and share it you know just make sh making sure that it's coming truly from you and is in alignment with who you are and your values is the most invaluable thing you can do when you enter this space and you have a business yeah. i'm really really oh i just you know hammer that in <laughs> Yes, I'll hammer it in too because I totally agree. And I think I think it's 
it's so natural at the beginning when you're in a new space. I remember the first day I started my Instagram page and I was like, oh my God, look at all these new accounts. And it is, it's like a whole new world. And so you're trying to learn, you're trying to suss out, you're trying to analyze what's happening, how everybody are doing everything. And especially when it's your first business, you don't even know, like you have zero knowledge. You are like a newborn baby exploring a world. So you are trying to gather as much information and it is only partly natural to want to, to say, oh, well, it has worked for them. I want this to work for me. Like it is so normal to want your business to be successful also. Like it's so normal to yeah. want clients and to want to put your offers out there. And so it's natural to do that. And I totally agree. But there does come a point where you are just recycling other people's energy. And it, it I, in reflection, when you said that, I found for me, it was exactly the same. I, I never have had more success in offerings um, as like when they came from me as to when I maybe did something because everybody else was doing it or I felt like I should be doing that. And it is scary. It's scary to put offerings out there that you're like, maybe I haven't explained it properly. Maybe people won't understand, but we've talked about this many, many times. People buy into your offerings because of you and the energy that you're putting out too. And so if you feel like you need education around maybe copywriting or sales I would invite you to do that because they are technical things that can really take you out and almost give you that distraction, like what you were talking about, give you the distraction, give you the excuses as to maybe why you shouldn't be doing this. So if you need training, get training, like you are running a business and I want to kind of give you that permission slip too, because I think that it's also overlooked, especially in this space, the technical skills of running a business. And while we are realigning how businesses are run, part of that is really deeply connected with my mission. I think it's important that we're smart about this and that we know how to communicate to other people and we're consciously communicating our offer offers in the most clearest way. And sometimes we do need that technical kind of skill training to do that. But I, I know that so many of my clients in the past have held back from getting that because it may feel too, I almost want to say masculine. It feels too like traditional corporate, like yuck energy. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think there's a way that we can kind of weave that into a business and make it really powerful. Um, but then again, like we did take that business training together, that business kind of mastermind. And that was horrible. Like that fucking sucked. <laughs> like, I'm going to be so honest. It was so gross. I did not like it. But I think that I did take away some information that I was like, you know what? I don't want to run my business like that, but I want to pull from here a little bit too. So I think you do need mm-hmm. the awareness. What do you reckon? Absolutely. And I think, I guess to phrase like what you're, what you're expressing right now, it's like finding that balance, isn't it? Between, between wanting to operate and find success and like, just side note, we need to normalize the, the desire for success because that's kind of the driving factor. And that, that intention alone is what drives the energy in our business is that desire to be successful. And that's, okay you can still be humble 
and desire success. And as soon as I had that uh, acceptance of the fact that I wanted that is when my business actually took off. But um, I think that it is that intricate balance of like wanting to really carve out the ability to do the logistics side of your business and to be good at those things, copyright, marketing, all of that stuff. And then balancing that out with like the soul of your business as well. And, you know, your values and why you're here and being really down to earth and genuine. So I think it is, this like seesaw of like balancing this, those two things, because one is very, it feels very masculine in a way, doesn't it? Like for following the guidebook, you know, (laughs) like following this certain set of like, um, you know, things that are going to help you, but instead, instead of finding them intuitively. Right. But I think that, it's important to have both. It really is important to have both in a business and you can still show up so authentically and so from your heart and still embody, you know, the skills that are involved in learning all of that stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I would say if you are feeling kind of fear and you're feeling like you want to put some content, some offers out into the world, but you don't even know where to start and you're feeling this fear creep up, I would just take a quick check as to see like, where is this coming from? And then making that small step towards really soothing that part of you, whatever that looks like, whether it is going to get training, whether it's forgetting about the training altogether. Cause I know there's been points in my business too, where I'm like, I just literally have to forget about all of the logistical stuff, all of the strategy. I have to let that go because it's actually taking away from my soul work right now and focus on that flow. And then there have been other times where I'm like, I feel like I can't do any of my work without knowing that the back end is being taken care of. So I would just take a a really quick assessment of where this fear is coming up from you, where it's kind of stemming from and really question how can I soothe this part of myself? How can I make this part of myself feel just a little bit safer, safe enough to take that one little next step? Um, What would you say your big tip would be? Oh, I could write a book. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's hard. It's so hard. But honestly, my biggest, my biggest takeaway and the, probably the first thing that I would say to everybody is that people, and I've said this in our training before, so I, but I'm going to repeat myself again, but I'm like, people are coming to you for you. They're not coming to you for what you can do or what you're capable of, or they're not coming to you for your insane connection to source or your ability to speak to, you know, loved ones that have passed over. They're not coming to you for that and they don't even know that, right? But they are coming to you for who you are in this space and energetically they're picking up on your values, whether they whether they know them or not. Yeah. They are vibrating, you're vibrating, and if it's a match, then it's a match. But I think that my biggest piece of advice is to just acknowledge that and really remember that. Let that be the anchor that carries you through in – how you show up in this space and it's not about what you can do it's not about your abilities your gifts i hate calling them that because they're not gifts they're yeah. just natural you know everyone can do what we do but 
it is honestly about who you are and your intentions. That's my that's my big takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm going to be really human for a second. I've been watching um, The Perfect Match on Netflix. And when you were saying that, like, Perfect Match, I was like, imagine if there was this, like, social experiment where we got, like, holistic healers and then, like, intuitively matched them with clients and then really took that deep dive around <laughs> their values and stuff. I feel like the Aquarius in me is like, we need evidence to prove this because it's so, so true. Um, and I totally, totally agree with you. Yeah, that would be amazing. There's so many reality TV shows that I feel like would be amazing when it comes to this space. Right? <laughs> I, I think I think that we'll start to see more too in the space. Hopefully, in, in a few years, I feel like it'll be more and more common. I know because I love guy TV, but it's like it's not it's not reality TV, and I I love reality TV. You know? Yeah, I I love Gaia, but it's it's not fun. It's not fun. It's <laughs> not fun. Real. It's not no. <laughs> No. It's it's helpful and it's so fascinating and interesting, but it's definitely not fun. <laughs> Maybe that could be our next project. We'll we'll um put that out into the to the universe to drop that down, please. That would be really lovely. <laughs> yeah, like I I've thought of this reality TV show where they have, you know, four or five people on a panel and it's kind of like married at first sight, but like it's people who are super intuitive that can read energy and they match people up like energetically instead <gasps> of just cool. like off their personality, but like really deep, meaningful, love- energetic, like. I love, I love that. That. <laughs> that would be so cool. I mean, surely, surely something like that is in the works. I mean, I would not be surprised if something like that would come up very, very soon. Like or like putting, that. or like putting like five psychics in a house together yeah. and just having them like like Big Brother, but it's just they're all psychics <laughs> and just seeing like all of the conflicting things they think is going on with each other. Yes, literally. I know every time there's like a psychic or something on one of those shows, though, they always get such a bad rap. I'm like, we need to be done with thinking that psychics are fortune tellers like we if you were like intrigued in this topic we actually did talk about the fortune teller is dead go back and listen to that episode because it was so potent it might actually help with some fears as well um that was a really good episode I actually think that that would be an amazing episode to watch and listen to after this one. So I'm so glad you brought that up because it will actually help people with kind of like dropping that expectation of like having to be certain things in this space to do well or to serve people in a certain way. Yeah. I am so glad that you brought that up. See, everything happens for a reason. I knew we had to talk about this because it led to this conversation. (laughs) It does. It does. (laughs) It's the perfect thing to finish with because I think that it would be a great little sequel to go back and watch. If you have not listened to it yet, I definitely recommend it. I forget what number it is, but it is The Fortune Teller is Dead. Yeah. I was just about to look at it, but I don't know which one it is. (laughs) <laughs> we'll put it in the we'll put it in the comment in the description below. Absolutely. So definitely recommend going back and listening to that. Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys so much, and we're so grateful that we got to have this vulnerable chat with you all today. Um, we really appreciate all of your feedback that you drop us, and if you want to, you can 
click follow and follow this. You'll get all notifications when we post new episodes. So definitely worth it. You can find us on uh, Divinely Human Podcast on Instagram. We're also here on Spotify. Well, I guess not here. You could be anywhere <laughs> listening to this because we are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. We are on Apple Podcast. And we are on YouTube. So just um, we're everywhere. We're, we're everywhere. here. We're there. We are fucking everywhere. So please tune in. Please reach out to us. Please communicate. Please just become part of this podcast family yeah. because we're so grateful for you guys. And um, how exciting. We're going to Melbourne next week. <gasps> I know. I literally, I was shopping the other day for my outfit. I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm so excited. We're going to have to talk outfits. I know. After, after this. Yes. <laughs> Schedule it in. It's a very important conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about it all this just like <laughs> should we should we do but, i think we should go live then before while we're getting ready maybe we could do yes. a get ready with us on the divinely human podcast oh my god can we please let's do that yes i'm so excited you oh. guys let us know what you want <laughs> let us know what you want we will give <laughs> we we are ready to give <laughs> We are so grateful for you guys. We will catch you next week. Bye.